the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back. Thursday, September 15th, 2022. The phone number is 602 I'll do my uh, formal monologue at the top of the next hour, the second hour, top of the four o'clock. Uh, I um, want to just talk through a little bit about how Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis may have solved the illegal immigration crisis in this country. And it's not because they moved 50 people here or there. It's that attention needed to be paid, and they figured out a way to get attention paid, if I may paraphrase from Arthur Miller, death of a salesman. You had a situation where the leadership of this country completely, coldly, and callously, not only was ignoring our border crisis and illegal immigration problem, as it was exacerbating, not only in numbers, but in body count. Not only in body count, but in body abuse. Not only drugs, not only crime, but drugs and crime and the crime that goes along with not just sex trafficking and child trafficking, but the kind of violent crime we are seeing that has been rising throughout our communities. And what has this administration been doing about it? Nothing. What have, been, what have they been saying about it? It doesn't exist. Denying the very facts. You had Karen Jean-Pierre on a routine basis saying the border is secure. You had the vice president of the United States saying the border is secure while refusing to visit it on at least two trips that we know of to Texas. One last year, one last weekend. Didn't want to go to the border. Didn't want the cameras following her. And you had the secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, telling us the border is secure. In the uh, dreamlands and fever swamps of Washington, D.C., you can try and fool the people some of the time. What Ron DeSantis and what Governor Abbott have done is they made the story not only national, they made it international. They said, you don't think we have an open border? We'll show you what an open border is because we will make you live with a smidgen, a minuscule part of what we deal with on a minute-by-minute, hour-by-hour, day-by-day, month-by-month, year-over-year crisis. You want to declare yourselves a sanctuary city? You want to declare yourselves a sanctuary state, as Washington, D.C. and Massachusetts have done? We will make you live up to it. And the media couldn't avoid it, and the Democrats and the left can't stand it. Do you know what they can't stand more than anything? It's when we take their playbook and use it. When we take their play, let's take the playbook. Let's, it's a very direct thing. 
It's a very direct thing from Rules for Radicals, Saul Alinsky's political Bible that has been uh, so very much taught since the 1970s and so much so very much absorbed by Democrats from Hillary Clinton to almost every political science professor I've ever met to almost every other activist who calls themselves a social or political activist on the left side of the valence. It's rule number four in Rules for Radical. Rule number four, make the enemy live up to its own book of rules. Make the enemy live up to its own book of rules. That's what we're doing. You want to be a sanctuary city? Be a sanctuary city. Live with the problem that we can no longer afford to live with, that we can no longer abide. In his opening to Rules for Radicals, I grew up a good liberal, so of course I had it, and I also went to college, so of course I was taught it. In his opening to Rules for Radicals, Saul Alinsky writes this, What follows is for those who want to change the world from what it is to what they believe it should be. The Prince, Machiavelli's The Prince, was written for the haves on how to hold power. Rules for Radicals is written for the have-nots on how to take it away. Well, there are a lot of people who can no longer afford to live with an increasingly and increasingly deadly by body count and by volume drug crisis. We are uh, a people who increasingly cannot afford to live with violent crime. We are a people who are unfortunately can't increasingly cannot afford to live with higher and higher and higher medical and education costs because of medical costs and education costs covering illegal immigrants, not to mention other social program costs, not to mention law enforcement costs, not to mention law enforcement distraction for having to help and abide border patrol and immigrations and customs customs enforcement. You want to know why there is a shortage of police? Of course, it's the downgrading and the berating of them in part, but it's also the distraction of them to having to help enforce immigration law that the feds refuse to do. You cover every social concept of public policy in this country, and illegal immigration is touching it, but not those in Washington, D.C., and not those in Massachusetts, and not those who claim themselves to be sanctuary cities. So Ron DeSantis sent a... 50 of them, 50, 50 to Martha's Vineyard and Massachusetts goes nuts. The Chamber of Commerce at Mass, it, the Chamber of Commerce at Martha's Vineyard put out a statement saying we created a humanitarian crisis. Can you imagine that? 50 people constitutes a humanitarian crisis in Martha's Vineyard for the Chamber of Commerce there. Well, what do you say about the millions throughout the rest of the country? What do you say about the people of Eagle Pass, Texas? When I was just giving you the story the other day, not only about the crime in Eagle Pass, small town, small border town, and Ted, they didn't ask for this. They didn't want this. They don't want their dogs and cats being killed by illegal immigrants. They don't want their houses and stores being robbed. What about you? Why is it inappropriate to have them in Martha's Vineyard, as I saw Massachusetts legislator after Massachusetts legislator, including Elizabeth Warren from the Senate of representing Massachusetts in the United States Senate, saying, well, we're not equipped to deal with this. We were not set up to deal with this. Who the hell said Yuma was? 
Who the hell said Eagle Pass ever was or any of the other border towns? Sure, Yuma has had a border presence and border enforcement since about the 1950s. Before the 1950s, why did we think we needed it? And we didn't. And since the 1950s, why, is the, why have the stressors gotten worse and worse and worse? What is magic about Yuma or Eagle Pass or any number of other cities across New Mexico, Arizona, and Texas, even parts of Southern California? Why are they supposed to take what people in Massachusetts with their left-wing policies that send them there have to take? When we who have to live with it, we who have to observe it, we who have to pay for it, we have to suffer most of the consequences of it, don't want it either. We are making them live up to their own rules. Now, there's another element here. There is another element here that goes to a serious issue of sociology and moral sentiment. Adam Smith. Many of you know him from The Wealth of Nations. He was actually not an economist. He was a moral philosopher. And in his book on the, uh, what was it, The Theory of Moral Sentiments, he explained why it is that perhaps someone in Martha's Vineyard can live with the idea of four million illegal crossers when it doesn't affect them, but 50 turns them inside out. Adam Smith wrote, let us suppose that the great empire of China, with all its myriads of inhabitants, was suddenly swallowed up by an earthquake. And let us consider how a man of humanity in Europe, who had no sort of connection with that part of the world, would be affected upon receiving intelligence of this dreadful calamity. He would, I imagine, first of all, express very strongly his sorrow for the misfortune of that unhappy people. He would make many melancholy reflections upon the precariousness of human life and the vanity of all the labors of man, which could thus be annihilated in a moment. He would, too, perhaps, if he was a man of speculation, enter into many reasonings concerning the effects which this disaster might produce upon the commerce of Europe and the trade and business of the world in general. And when all this fine philosophy was over, when all these humane sentiments had been once fairly expressed, he would pursue his business or his pleasure, take his repose or his diversion with the same ease and tranquility as if no such thing had ever occurred. The most frivolous disaster, however, which could befall himself, would occasion a more real disturbance. If he was to lose his little finger tomorrow, he would not sleep tonight. But because he never saw them, he will snore with the most profound security over the ruin of hundreds of millions of his brethren, and the destruction of that immense multitude seems plainly an object less interesting to him than this paltry misfortune of his own. You want to be a sanctuary city? You want to lecture us? You want to ignore the problem? You want to lie to us? We'll show you the problem, and we'll show you what true will is, and we will change the world. And by we, I mean Abbott and DeSantis. Tell me what you think. 602-508-0960. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. We play that because we don't want to give it to James Taylor, who was playing that at the White House two days ago to celebrate celebrate the Inflation Reduction Act. Do you know they they brought in James Taylor for this bill? <laughs> On the day that the inflation news went through the roof, they brought in James Taylor to sing Fire and Rain. Yeah, we'll, we'll stick with blood, sweat, and tears, won't we? 
If you're looking for a great investment opportunity with a great return for investors, check out my friends at Y-Refi. Y-Refi is a due diligence proved firm that is offering up a fixed no-load interest rate up to 10 and a quarter percent return for investors, all in a secure and collateralized portfolio. Y-Refi are investors who do really well by doing good for others, and you can be a part of that too. You can give them a call at 855-316-3087, 855-316-3087, or check them out online at investyrefi.com. That's investyrefi.com. Let's stick with this illegal immigration issue uh, for a moment, if I might. The Arizona Republic is uh, trying to take a bite out of uh, Carrie Lake's ascendancy to the governor's office here in Arizona. And they're making a big deal and a big meal out of some comments uh, she made about illegal immigration um, in Mesa earlier this month. Uh, Yes, here's the headline. Echoing Trump, Arizona governor candidate Carrie Lake calls immigrants racist. Well, that's not exactly it. Read the whole quote. And, of course, Carrie Lake quoted uh, Donald Trump directly. She said she's borrowing uh, from Donald Trump. And the Arizona Republic didn't like the line that legal immigrants bringing drugs, bringing crime, rapists, and that's who's coming across our border. Uh, it's eminently true that a lot of them are. And that's just not deniable. The Arizona Republic was asking Carrie Lake before they went with the story to back it up with statistics. And she did the right thing. She did the right thing by not playing their game. The statistics are there for anyone who wants them. And you would think a newspaper, a newspaper of record, perhaps the largest newspaper in Arizona, would be able to do that if they actually cared. But they don't. So they go on, and this is this is how the news media operates. I'm trying to show you how they do this. This is really quite a thing. The Arizona Republic writes, just as Donald Trump's rhetoric prompted backlash years ago, and as Lake predicted on stage at the September 3rd rally, her comments have drawn condemnation in Arizona. Her comments have drawn condemnation in Arizona. I don't know. I've been walking around and I know liberals and I know a lot more conservatives, but I know an awful lot of liberals. Probably probably 45 percent of my friends are liberals, maybe even half and half. I'm not sure. I, I you know what? None of them said, did you hear what Carrie Lake had to say about illegal immigration? Her comments have drawn condemnation in Arizona. Oh, good. So I'm now expecting the Arizona Republic to give me some quotes from, I don't know, some prominent Arizonans, some Arizonans I've heard of, perhaps even some I haven't heard of who might be in the state legislature or in the city councils or perhaps, uh, you know, uh, perhaps Christian Cinema or someone like that. No, they quote one person, one person in this story after telling us <laughs> her comments have drawn condemnation in Arizona. Now, I'm going to bet you that the Arizona Republic wrote or wanted to write the line that her comments drew condemnation before they went to this person to get that quote. I'm betting that's the case. This person who uh, claims to be an immigrant. I don't question that. I'm just telling you that's how the story is written. This person, Luis Avila, Luis Avila, hope I'm saying it right. Uh, Happy to be corrected if I'm wrong. He's the only person quoted in this Arizona Republic story. And he says, quote, it's scary that the Republican Party is allowing 
for these xenophobic voices to be at the forefront of their party. I'll tell you that these types of language and this type of dog whistle at the end of the day are racist at their core. Well, how is it a dog whistle? Loud and clear and plain as plain as day what she said. This is not, this is these are the word salads they like to use. When you stop thinking, you can start just using. This is how you know someone's not thinking. They just start using things they know are the triggers and the wink and the nod getters. Amongst the amongst the left in the media, oh yeah, it's a dog a dog whistle to what? What racism? What racism? Let me give you a um, a few things about this person who is quoted Avila. It's not as if this person is a um, you know just a moderate, normal um, political operator in town. This person is a normal left wing far left-wing activist in town who is a spokesman for or was a spokesman for primary cinema political action committee this person is so far left they are actively trying to get cinema out of office kirsten cinema kirsten (laughs) cinema yeah i know they don't like you on you know a few economic issues or a few process issues (laughs) This is someone whose liberal voting record on liberal issues is 100 percent and whose conservative voting record on conservative issues is zero percent. That's how far left this person is that the Arizona Republic wants to quote to condemn Carrie Lake. That's where they go. You want to you want to get a sense of what we're talking about here? Just a sense. And I'm assuming that, you know, the web service at the Arizona Republic could have done this if they wanted to look it up. But, you know, a very, 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 very handy thing is a document that the Department of Corrections of Arizona puts out every month. It's called Corrections at a Glance, and it tells you who is incarcerated in Arizona. It tells you who's incarcerated, and they do something extra helpful. They have a column of how many in each crime category are aliens. So... In last month's August report, which is the most recent report, the August report, you have 258 illegal aliens incarcerated for child molestation. You have 529 illegal aliens incarcerated in Arizona for drug sales and trafficking. You have 160 illegal aliens incarcerated for kidnapping. You have 355 incarcerated for murder, 315 for sex offenses, 125 for robberies, and another 65 for rape. I can keep doing this all day long. Now, you may say, well, yeah, but there are more people in corrections who are not illegal aliens Yes, of course there are, because there are, you know, more non-illegal aliens than illegal aliens in this state. But why is it our burden? Why is it our burden to pay for, deal with and have to handle 258 child molesters we didn't want? I bet it matters to those 258 pairs of parents or 355 murderers. Why is that not a problem worth discussing, talking about, promoting? And hopefully stopping. You don't need a dog whistle here, folks. A dog whistle is really just something only the left hears. 
not even the dogs hear it. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by Balance of Nature. Great company, great product, pure potent plant power, 100% natural. No added sugars, no added sweeteners, no added colors, no added anything except their blend of 16 whole fruits and 15 whole vegetables, all in a vegetarian capsule that, if you don't like swallowing, it's a normal-sized capsule, but some people prefer not to swallow. Capsules are designed to be easily opened, and you can sprinkle it into food or drink if you don't like swallowing. Take it once a day, and you are good to go, boosting your energy, boosting your health, boosting your immunity. I take it every single day. You can, too. Check them out at balanceofnature.com. Use discount code BALANCE. Steve Hayward over at uh, the Powerline blog Uh, has a post, the GOP learning how to fight. The GOP learning how to fight. We had Stephen on recently, so I'm going to have someone else on a little later talking about this. Dave Riaboy will uh, join us. Um, He writes, when I first saw a New York Times headline yesterday that read, the jellyfish can live forever, I thought it was about Republican office holders. But no, it refers to the real ocean-going invertebrates passing born along the currents, Though it is easy to see how one might be misled since the oceanographic description applies fully to Beltway Republicans so much of the time. And when I read the headline that Governor Ron DeSantis had flown plane uh, loads of illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard and that Governor Abbott had dropped off two busloads of illegal immigrants out front of Kamala, the border is secure, Harris's residence, I thought, sure, this had to be another madcap satire from the Babylon Bee. But no, this actually happened. Finally, Republicans are learning how to fight, and we've seen the sanctimony of sanctuary cities revealed for what it is. More of this, please. I've been saying for years that southern border states should send busloads of illegal immigrants to Marin County, Evanston, Westchester, Montgomery County, Bucks County, Malibu, Boulder, Cambridge, etc., Hopefully this is only the beginning, and the pace of these resettlements to affluent blue enclaves will increase. After all, isn't Vice President Harris in favor of busing? <laughs> and wasn't the Biden administration in the cover of night, midnight, plane loads, 2 a.m. plane roads, moving illegal immigrants across the country? Why can the feds do it and the governors can't? Why, why, why is that? Well, obviously, it's simply because that the Democrats don't want to live up to their own standards. By the way, I haven't spoken on this in a while. These places, D.C., Massachusetts, have declared themselves sanctuary cities and states. Massachusetts a state, obviously. Martha's Vineyard itself specifically declared itself. You know when these places declare themselves sanctuary cities or sanctuary anythings? That's a nice, glossy, dressed-up term for violation of the law, violation of the supremacy clause of the Constitution. We will determine that the federal law does not apply here, even on an issue of federal law. They do it with drugs and they do it with immigration. Areas in the purview of the feds, so the left tells us all the time in their expansive reading of Commerce Clause and their expansive reading of the immigration laws. Understand that when Joe Biden, Kamala Harris or any Democrat says Hillary Clinton 
uh, Nancy Pelosi, any of them, when any of them tell you that the Republican Party is an existential threat to the Constitution, they seem to be ignoring. They don't give us any facts, by the way, or any examples. What's the existential threat to the Constitution? What have we done that is unconstitutional? I should like to know. Violating the Supremacy Clause and saying, eh, I understand we went through democratic processes to pass, I don't know, the Controlled Substances Act or, or, or the Immigration National Security Act. <laughs> Despite having gone through the democratic processes of passing those at the federal level, we're going to say we disagree with those laws. You know what? They're not sanctuary cities. They're not sanctuary outposts. You know what they are? They're nullification cities. That's what we should call them. The Democrats doing the thing Democrats do best. Nullification and separation from the union, saying the laws don't apply here, and since we don't like them, we will violate them. And because we can vote on it and because we will have a city council or a mayor that will defend it and preen and strut about it, you can't do anything about it. You know what? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. It's called preserving the Constitution and our Republican form of government. Once again, they tell us we're the existential threat. Meanwhile, they're on a daily and annual basis violating it in open sight. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Rob is in surprise. I was just thinking about you the other day, Rob, that it's been a while. Welcome. I hope all is well. It, it has. Well, yeah, all, everything's fine. I had a minor couple procedures done, heart-related of all things. But I'm fine. Good. Uh, live and kicking. Good. Um, been listening, uh, by the way. The um, Yesterday, you had a kind of a theme of the big lie. And today, obviously, we're talking about illegal immigration. And I, I can't help but think about uh, terms like, uh, and this, this applies to not just the federalities in Washington, but also state and local, uh, especially, well, state too. The ones that are allowing things like sanctuary cities to take place, um, it, it's dereliction of duty. And it's uh, violation of their oath. And I know it's just a pipe dream to think that, you know, somebody could arrest uh, any any of the above people uh, for violating things, whether it's dereliction of duty or violating their constitutional oath of office, which they swore on in the Bible. Um, but it also ties into the big lie in that when you were saying earlier about the uh, uh, the spokespeople and Kamala who are saying the border's secure, nothing to worry about, my same kind of thing. And then all of their, you know, political ads. And I, I started thinking that I, I'm insulted by everything that they say that accuses the opposite political uh, side of everything that they claim uh, we represent, whether it's, you know, fascism or 
you know, pick pick your word. Ill- illegitimate um, president. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and and I just keep thinking. This is what makes it a little confusing. Of course, is that we know that uh, so many people have been dumbed down for the last few decades, and so maybe I shouldn't be surprised that people actually buy into the big lies. Um, but it could be that if there's enough people that wake up and start realizing that they've been lied to, uh, then maybe it'll start to make sense. I mean, basically, the best they can do is call people names and bring up Donald Trump's name. Um, but they can't talk about their accomplishments since there haven't been any. And they can, and we can certainly bring up all of their failures, which started on day one with the rescission of all of the presidential directives that uh, Joe Biden had, uh, uh, I guess, canceled or or whatever it was he did on 20 January 2021. Um, It's it's all been a lie. Everything that's been going on, they say things that aren't true. And yet people appear, some appear to believe the lie. And, I, you know, I wished, again, I'm a big law and order kind of guy and rule of law and constitutionalist. Um, they're all violating their constitutional oath. Um, they're all extremely derelict in their duty. And I only wish that somebody somewhere high up would have the Cuevos Rancheros to be able to put people under arrest for those types of things. And there's probably a lot more, you know, there's probably people that have perjured themselves and, uh, and, and are just in a, in a position of, of power that they don't deserve to be in. I don't know. Maybe I'm just ranting. No, you're not. You're putting your finger on something that people have a hard time understanding and grasping when you have This is an ongoing uh, discussion I have with uh, a couple of friends in particular. Um, It goes to a lot of things. An ongoing discussion about are we in a time that was never like this before when it comes to, say, McCarthyism? Let's just take that as an example. But it goes to the bigger issue that you're getting at. Uh, how can Joe Biden get away with this? How can Kamala Harris get away with saying this? How can Karim Jean-Pierre get away with bald-faced lies to the American people? How can they get away with it? Why am I relating it to McCarthyism? Why is now worse than McCarthyism? It's a related issue. Because once upon a time, the media actually would hold the government, whatever party was in power, to their light. They would hold up a glass and question them. In fact, the journalist was basically empowered and saw their job, if not their profession and avocation, as to be ab initio, a priori, uh, um, uh, skeptical of the government and what a government report would say or a government spokesman would say. And now that's just gone. It's gone. Yeah. There has been not one single Washington Post fact check of Karen Jean-Pierre. Not one. 
Not one. That's an astounding thing when you think about how much fun you could have fact-checking her. I use fun in quotation marks, of course, because it's serious business. But you get and take the point. How can they get away with it? Because the media is their amen corner. The media is their handmaiden. That's one thing. The second thing that I think it's hard for people to get their arms around or their heads around in understanding this, how can they get away with it business, is the direction the lies are going. It's one thing, I suppose, it's not excusable, but I suppose it's one thing to lie about, I don't know, an investigation into corruption, uh, whether it's public or official corruption or personal corruption. It's one thing to lie about something you may or may not have said or you may or may not have done that would not fall favorably to people. But when it's about public policy... Isn't it interesting that all these lies are lies that protect a liberal position and are about a conservative position? That is to say, when they tell you CRT is not taking place in the schools, when they tell you the border is solidified, go on and on down the list, they do so knowing damn well, this is the tell, they do so knowing darned well that they have to lie because the American people would not put up with the truth. The American people don't want their children radicalized on race. The American people do not want, by and large, do not want their children sexualized in the classrooms. The American people, by and large, do not want fentanyl pouring across the border or other illegal immigrations and violations of our sovereignty. How do we know that? I mean, we know this. This is why we could summon up a general concern to protect the borders of Ukraine. This is how we could do it. We know that if the Ameri- they know that if the American people knew the actual truth, they wouldn't stand for it. That is why they must lie. You're putting your finger right on it. These are not ramblings. It's just that we've never been here before, Rob, and it's hard to process. Glad you're doing better, brother. I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. On that issue of lies, I did do a monologue on it yesterday, pretty comprehensive one. You can get it at 960thepatriot.com as you can get everything we do. Listener Charles sent in um, his take on uh, the big lie. Uh, Big lie is the controversial nature of the 2016 election in which one prominent leftist or Democrat after another claimed it was fraudulent and Hillary really won and Donald Trump was an illegitimate president. Their words. They talked about it endlessly, and Hillary Clinton even went on a speaking tour and writing essays about how she lost. All it was lacking was the violin players. Maybe James Taylor was busy. What is especially humorous is after all this talk about a fraudulent 2016 election, all of a sudden the 2020 election was perfectly safe, secure, and free of any fraud. So Biden was clearly claimed the rightful president-elect, and no one is allowed to question it. If you do question it, you could be called a racist. There was also the big lie about the necessity of COVID-19 restrictions. Anyone who questioned Dr. Fauci was not following the science, and apparently any therapies that Trump promoted were voodoo medicines and procedures. 
the Democrats were ready to impeach Trump over yet another violation that resulted in impeachable offenses as President Trump all but caused the large number of deaths on his watch while nothing was said when Biden on his watch far exceeded that number of deaths, let us add, with a vaccine and a year's experience on COVID. Foreign policy revealed another big lie that Trump would be an embarrassment on the world stage despite his four peace treaties called the Abraham Accords with what Trump hoped and planned to include with more to come. And the messes in Afghanistan, Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the crisis on the border border were more faults of Donald Trump, according to the Democrats. Karin Jean-Pierre said Trump failed to finish the wall, completely ignoring all the efforts Democrats made and sued to prevent the construction of it. The resistance was significant, and still Trump did get much of it done. The number of foreign affairs issues that Democrats have completely ignored grow daily, from Benghazi to Hunter Biden's dealings in Ukraine and China to Eric Swalwell's compromise of national security with his Chinese girlfriend to lack of recognition for Trump moving the American embassy in Israel from uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem to negotiations with North Korea for hostages and Korean war soldier remains. We have seen accomplishments of the former president and the misdeeds of Democrats go equally unreported, unrecognized. And unconcerned. The big lie that crime on the streets is not a problem, but mustering migrants to the streets of blue cities is a problem, only reveals what a parallel universe Democrats live in. The big lies that energy independence, the economy, and the borders and border security are on track are more parallel universe musings. President Biden shuts down the Keystone Pipeline, fracking and energy exploration, and then begs foreign suppliers for oil and tells us all the while we are not in a recession. Well done, Charles. He has a lot more, but well, well done. For those of you that want comprehensive review of what a big lie really is, again, also my monologue from yesterday, my monologue for today, coming right up at the top of the next hour. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Those on hold, stay there. We'll get to you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 